Welcome to the Extra Point Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, TJ Guthrie, Jared Beans, and Garrett Boss. Hello, everybody. It's your friend Jared again coming back at you with Week 3 Daily Fantasy Action. I'm your host, Jared Beams, not here with TJ Guthrie and Garrett Voss. It's just me, therefore it should be your favorite episode. Won you money in week one, week two, we struggled a little more. We came upsettingly close to breaking the the mold and getting getting our double action our double action on and doubling up on our money, but we fell short, finished at the fifty five point seventh percentile. Um, and we needed to be at about 56 to win money. So I got you really, really close, but not quite all the way there. I'm hoping to do better this week. <sighs> all right. Well, um, also, we went 2-3 and three on the big five, so bringing us to 6-4 and four in the season. Still a winning record, still technically making money, so we're doing okay. We're doing okay. You know, first week we won big money. Second week we came really, really close. Didn't necessarily win. It's not going to happen every week. But um, I still feel confident about where we're at. And I have a whole bunch of good picks for you lined up here for week three. So without further ado, let's get into it. And we'll start off with the running backs. This week in the running backs department, the top option is Alvin Kamara at 9,500. Uh, once again, he's averaging 32 points a game. He's a big player. I wouldn't have no problem with you trying to fit Alvin Kamara in your lineups this week. He is a stud. Um, I've got him as a potential target, and I've also got Todd Gurley as a potential target at 9,200, but they are the top two options. You're going to probably need to fill out a Stars and Scrubs uh, um, lineup if this is the way you want to go. James Conner has slowly increased every week he's up to 7500 i still think that's a good value for him they're going up against tampa bay tampa bay is a terrible defense james connor look for him to do well this week one of the better value plays out there right now is jordan howard at 6500 at the arizona cardinals the arizona cardinals are hideously bad they're almost buffalo bills bad jordan howard at 6500 he's a good runner if he gets in the end zone it's worth it alone I really like Jordan Howard here. Chris Thompson had an argument on the show yesterday about how he's not a top 10 running back. I think he is. 6,300. They're going up against Green Bay. Green Bay is going to increase the score on Washington. Washington will have to play from behind, likely. Chris Thompson then comes in the game, catches 13 receptions, and there you go. He's worth it. Kareem Hunt has slid all the way down to $6,000. That's a steal for the type of talent Kareem Hunt has. The only thing is, are they going to pass like they usually do, or do they think they can run on a bad San Francisco defense? I think they can, and I think Kareem Hunt is finally a value at $6,000. Don't really like anybody in the $5,000 range, but I do like James White at $4,900. I think he's very startable this week up against Detroit, who has a very bad defense, and New England is always good. James White also averaging 15 points to start the season. Philip Lindsay at 4,600, Austin Eckler at 4,400, and Corey Clement at 4,300 are the people that I'm finding in the bar- garbage bin. And I really like Corey Clement this week, if and only if Jay Ajay doesn't play. He'll be pretty much the lead runner. 
Sproles and Ajay both questionable. I'm looking for Corey Clement to possibly get a lead back type of role in Philadelphia. And that's my running backs. So we'll move on to the wide receivers. Wide receivers this week I think are going to end up being maybe maybe tougher to kind of figure out. Michael Thomas, top option, 8,900. He's got a lot of balls to start the week. Antonio Brown going up against Tampa Bay is 8,800. That'll be a big play as well. But I like Mike Evans at 7,800 as my big-time receiver play. Um, he's in a high-powered offense in Tampa Bay. and They've been playing really, really well. Also like Juju Smith-Schuster and pretty much anyone in this Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh game. I am definitely on. Now the rest of these players, like Thielen and Diggs, I like at 7,800 and 7,700 as plays against Buffalo, but they may be a little more expensive than I'm necessarily willing to play since you don't know who's actually going to get those catches against the bad Buffalo team. A little further down, I like Keelan Cole at 5,600. That's a good play. He was really, really good last week. John Brown in the basement at 4,800, and Geronimo Allison in the basement also at 4,500. These are really the only guys that I I kind of like. All the other players I don't necessarily think have exceptional value for where they're at. Um, so Cooper Cup is 4,900. I kind of like that a little bit as well, but you're going to kind of have to find um, your guys at wide receiver and lock them in and build your teams around them this week because I don't like the matchups and I don't necessarily like the prices as well either. That's really all I have for wide receivers, so so we'll move on to tight ends here. Uh, my top tight end of the week <clears throat> will be Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is going for 6,800, going up against a bad Indianapolis team. Um, and... Carson Wentz is coming back, which means Zach Ertz should move to the top receiving option in that offense. Another guy I really like is George Kittle. George Kittle going for 4,500. I know he didn't perform. He was one of our duds last week. But Jimmy G in this bad Kansas City defense he's going up against, I still think he's going to find Kittle for a lot here. Eric Ebron has been catching a lot of touchdowns for Indianapolis. When I say a lot, I mean two. But still, that's enough when you're playing tight ends. He's only $3,400. I like that price. I also like Disley and Howard. Oh, that's OJ Howard at $3,300. Definitely a couple bargain bin guys you can get down there that can get in there, catch a deep pass, and make it completely worth it for you. Moving into the quarterbacks, top quarterback of the week is Aaron Rodgers, 7,100. I know he's questionable. It would be a decent play, but right below him is Patrick Mahomes at 7,000. Really like this play. In Kansas City, they're just throwing the ball all over the place. I don't expect this to stop up against this terrible San Francisco defense. Mahomes is definitely worth this at $7,000. And I'll say this about the slate. I like the quarterbacks at the top a little more than the quarterbacks at the bottom this week. Now, Kirk Cousins going up against Buffalo. Anyone against Buffalo is a good play. $6,800 for Kirk Cousins. Jimmy G going up against Kansas City. Currently ranked the 32nd worst, or the 32nd best, I guess. 32nd pass defense in the league. $6,500. That's worth it. 
He is the fifth-ranked quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick is still only valued at $6,000. I would not hate if you tried to fit Fitzpatrick in there. Uh, he's 6000 He's been putting up points. Maybe Fitzpatrick is the type of guy you got in play, although he may be a little more popular this week due to the kind of buzz he's been generating. In the basement, kind of bargain bin plays. I like Blake Bortles at 5600 coming off a really good week. He's going up against Tennessee. And I like Ryan Tannehill as the lowest-ranked QB this week at $5,300. I think that's not necessarily fairly priced. I think Tannehill's been better than advertised this week. Excuse me, Dak Prescott is lower, but Tannehill is still cheap at $5,300. Lastly, we will talk about the defenses. The Vikings defense going up against Buffalo as predicted, is very expensive. It's $4,300. That's a lot for defense. Maybe worth it this week, though. The Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars going against Tennessee. That's also a bad offense. $4,000. Pretty pricey. And the Bears going up against the Cardinals at $3,500. All three are the, are the biggest... I guess they're the, the the most expensive defenses out there this week. There's only one that I really like at the bottom. That would be the Dolphins going up against Oakland. Dolphins are only $2,700. So if you're trying to fit in a medium defense, Dolphins are definitely one to do it. And if you want to take some sort of risk, the Colts had a good week last week and Philly has not been good on offense. Colts are only 2100 All right, so that's pretty much it. I've gone through all of my picks here. I know we were thin on wide receivers, but I truly believe the wide receivers are kind of a little misjudged this week. I don't necessarily know how they'll play out, so I'm getting, I'm building my lineup around the wide receivers I want this week. How, Who I am going to currently pick at QB, I'll be starting Blake Bortles at 5,600. At running backs, it'll be Jordan Howard, 6,500, and Austin Eckler, 4,400. Wide receivers will be Mike Evans, 7,800. Keelan Cole, 5,600. Geronimo Allison, 4,500. George Kittle will be my tight end at 4,500. In the flex, I will roll out James Conner at 7,500. And the defense will be the Bears D at 3,800. No big five this week. I'll tweet out about it on who I actually pick. I don't have all the picks in currently since it's only Thursday. I still want to see what kind of things transpire. So when I get a better feel for what I want to do, I will tweet out those. But other than that, good luck to you guys this week. I want to thank Thrive Fantasy, our sponsor, and the show, TJ Guthrie, for producing it, and all the like. Hope you guys go out there and win some money this week. I will catch you later. Thank you for listening to The Extra Point. Follow us on Twitter at underscore The Extra Point.